working though with putting her in jail? Like, are you, are you, what are you seeing after you've, how long have you had that? It's amazing. Yeah? It's just changed like everything. Okay. Really? Um, it was really kind of sad because I, I was, I was talking to Jenna about it actually. She's like, you know, is there like clicks in the cats? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> well, because I got... There always has been. Well, well because, cats. yeah, I got I got the three black cats that came from the same spot. Apparently, they were with, you know, some man who was trying to... Yeah. Um, tame them. Tame them, I guess. Or just see if they can not be feral and, like, be better. Uh-huh. Um, so all the three black cats came from the same space. And then Betty and Birdie, the mother-daughter combo thing came from the same I, I don't remember exactly where she said that they came from I don't remember or maybe they didn't but but anyway they were isolated together they were isolated together you know in in the in, in the barn when I first started um and princess has just always been a bitch I mean princess was a bitch when like because when when you get feral cats like that what the cat ladies want you to do is like set up set up a pen to where it's like it was like two big pens where it's like three and three and to where you're just, you're just in that new space, but you're penned up and you have your own litter box and you have your food and you got your beds. And so, so they're contained in their new environment. Correct. So they're safe, but they can view where they're yeah. living. And the three black cats were separated from the other three. Cause I did three, they did three black cats and then they did princess Betty and Bertie in the same pen. And they were, they're kind of close to each other and they're supposed to just stay there for two weeks and just kind of get acclimated with the new space or whatever. But we had to call them like a week after because Princess was being a bitch then. She took control. She wouldn't, yeah. let, him, she wouldn't let them go use the litter box. Yeah. She's so, not let them have any food. So Betty and Bertie have to like poop in their crates. And as soon as I saw that, I'm like, okay, no, just take everything out and clean it and then call them. And they're like, okay, you need to separate Princess. You need to separate her away, um, which, which we did. Um, but yeah, it was it's it's just been interesting over the months to where, um, you know, once again, Princess is just a bitch, and she just keeps taking more and more and more and more and more. She's not letting the other cats come in to eat. She's owning one door. You know, I have doors on opposite sides, so she can only truly possess one, just on like you know, the physical abilities. Yeah, so she's doing the same thing she did when we brought her, just in a bigger space. Yeah, correct. She just uh, uh, very similar that's to a dog is. owning space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the space ownership gets larger and larger. Well, it's just different with a dog, though, because at least you can correct that. With cats, it's like, like ooh, it's a, What does it's she a cat. do at that door? Does she slap them? She slap them. She'll hiss at them. She does that meh thing at them <laughs> when, when they approach. She even, she even does it when she's... I made a little Supermax prison for her, and it's all elevated. Um, it's like two big crates where she's got her bathroom feeding area and then her bedding area. It's pretty like luxurious as far as prisons go. You know, but, when I but, look at her on the camera, she's always just asleep in there. And yeah, I go, she's not stressing in there. She would just there. be asleep on the freezer. So yeah. what difference does it make? Cause, I mean, it really doesn't mean a whole lot to yeah. her. I, mean, I went in there today. I had to go take something and put it in Meowtown and the black cats are out on the porch, you know, on the ranger and, you know, on the hay. And I went in there and look at her and she's laying in her bed. She doesn't get up and like... Yeah, yeah. She's clearly not distressed by being in that position. So, but I had to, I had to do something because the cats would never come in anymore to like eat. Um, Sometimes I'll see like one cat in there, but they're always like nervous, and like I'll come in there and they're like, "Oh, you're in here too," and and then just like kind of dart out, you know, because Princess is just going to be mean to them. Um, I really don't have a whole lot of hope that this is going to work out. Um, might have to just do something else, whether that's like rehomer or 
give her back to the cat ladies and she can be like an only barn cat or something. I don't really know how that world works. She's not really a barn cat. Not, she's not, just not a good barn cat because she doesn't I mean, outside. she'll kill stuff in there. I mean, but um, she, she just, it doesn't seem like she can kind of share her space with like any With cat. other cats. Yeah, so. Um, but now it's, but now it's great. Like, she's in her little jail. Everyone's realized that she's in her jail. Those cats are like coming and going through her door. Um, and they told me to like clean her door too, because apparently she'll like put her scent on the door, and that'll mm-hmm. make the other cats not want to come in. It was really sad before I did that too, because like I said, the three black cats were like their own little pack, and they will move and they'll hunt together. Um, but little bit, and she's kind of like the skinniest, and she's like the most shy. Um, she actually switched over to the Betty and Birdie pack before I oh. before I put Princess away. Um, because I think that she just didn't, she just couldn't get her needs met, which like makes me feel terrible. Um, but obviously that's what she had to do. So, you know, princess controls the North side and then the South side is controlled by Betty and Bertie. They both have their own little doors and their own ways to get in. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've just noticed a little bit for like the last week before I locked up princess is that she's going to little bits going to just be with them. And she's, and she's like with Birdie now and they'll just like rub heads and stuff like that together. And they're just like all friendly and she'll use that door where she'll never use that door before. Mm-hmm. Um, and Betty's just like the big mama. She'll take in anybody, you know, um, but not princess. No, nobody wants that. Betty hates princess the most. Yeah. And Betty will actually like, ever since I made that jail every single day, Betty will sit like on a table, like right by her. And just, just look those. at her and go, <laughs> yeah, look what, you, what are you doing? Isn't that sad? I, and yeah, I so like sad. what it was that Travis said. I think it was about She's thinking about her life choices. Her life choices. Yeah, yeah. Is, she, is she counseling her on her life choices or is she <laughs> rubbing her nose in yeah. it? And it's a cat, so it's probably the latter. Yeah. So. <clears throat> but I mean, everything's, everything's great with the cats now. They're coming in and out. I'm watching the cameras and they're like, They'll always come in to like eat some of the dry or drink or just kind of eat the food like on their own on their own leisure. And before it just wasn't that. They so just clearly you know, princess was the problem. She that, is the problem. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't possums. It wasn't. It oh was, yeah, I yeah. would be out there like eleven o'clock on the porch, and then you just hear this like, yeah, and it's always it's always because all all the other black cats just kind of gave up and they just avoid her. I've seen Conan and her kind of do that before, like months ago, um, but. It's, it's just it's just Betty who's just going to go toe-to-toe with her and just yeah. be like, F you. Um, <clears throat> you don't get to do that. But it's always a constant thing. And it's always a constant thing because Princess is not right, like, mentally. Yeah. Um, she's just not she's not right in her but head. But Conan would come up with wounds too, and you never knew if that was him fighting with Princess. Yeah, and it's and that's and that's you know it, it was it was only a speculation that they would wound each other. Um, because you know, e- even now it's like uh, you know, a little bit. She's got like a wound on her side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, know, I mean, they is, are is out that, there in the wild. They so. are out yeah. there, and there's a lot of there's a lot of thorny things out there. Did yeah. you catch a thorn? Did you almost get you know? Did you almost get really hurt mm-hmm. uh, by some other type of predator? It's just really really hard to know. Yeah. But obviously well, now we, you know it's not her because she's in prison. Yeah. Because um, that that one is recent, and little bit is like she's just turned into like. I mean, she just like walks right up to me on the porch now, and mm. she just like meows and like wants pets. And 
I don't know if she's just happy because I put Princess in jail. It's only been after I put Princess in jail. Poor Princess. It's a terrible Poor little one. bit. <laughs> yeah. Poor it's Princess like, I mean, nothing. I think of like the tower where like you put the, you, who's the thing they put in up? The in the turret. In the turret. The princess has to stay up there. Yeah. yeah. Locked in put the, her in the Tower of London. In the Tower of London, yeah. That is very nice accommodations, but nonetheless. I mean, Clearly super, she's not- super awesome accommodations for her. She doesn't even really complain. Like, yeah. Because she's a complainer. Yeah. She complained like the first day and then she's just like, whatever. Maybe she That's just the thing there. about it is, you know, she's confined into these two big crates now, but she 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 doesn't want to go out. Yeah. She doesn't want to go out. Maybe it was outside. stressful for her that she that she had too much power and she's gotta to try to control things and it's scrambling her mind grapes. I mean, that's, and now that's, she's comfortable. That's Maybe. how that's how it works with dogs, but 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 yeah, she um, and once again she was all the other cats they want to be outside like all the time. And they will just always roam, and sometimes they'll disappear for like a day or two. Um, but Princess never leaves the barn, never. Yeah. Sometimes you'll, sometimes I'll pull up and I'll see her like on the outside, like just out the door, like on her straw. And I was always like, whoa, like because she never, she never does that. What did she do with the last dog food grind? Did she still stay inside and just be afraid? She stays inside, darts all around. She's yeah. just like up, just up on nervous. the up on the top of the rafters or down low, and she's just panicking she just can't deal with it yeah. so all the other cats you can see them they're just like they're out about, there on the horizon. about 50 feet away on the other side of that cattle fence like this when and they're just laying there this? just laying there like oh man it smells fishy over there. <laughs> but i'm not going over there because there's 15 people over there yeah and a lot of noise so all the other cats deal with that grind very well princesses yeah and i just i just you know just not really sure what to what to do about her well, to one step at a time. Just kind of yeah. see. All you can do is feel it out. Yeah. All it. I'm all I'm looking to do right now is just just um, just kind of create peace again and just make sure, because I would just feel terrible if I wasn't making sure that they, you know, had their shelter and then like something happened or like one disappeared, because yeah, she. I mean, Princess doesn't care if they all live outside and some. Well, it, it becomes a shitty life for them. Yeah. 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 That's the problem. Yeah. You're just like living in fear and dealing with this crazy person. Yeah. And that's, that's not nice for them at all. No. Cause yeah, all those other cats, man, they're like so cohesive and they, <clears throat> you'll see them all laying out together and just like, just looking on each other or just kind of swap playing, but they all just move as their own little groups. And which is what, when we were told to get a group of feral cats and to get six of them, is that that's the life that they want? Yeah. They want. They, have, they want a colony. They want. Yeah. A, they want a colony. And yeah. then Princess is this weirdo. It's poison yeah. pill in your colony. Yeah. Huh? And there's once always again, one. And, and, and once again, that makes even more sense too, because, you know, little bit teaming up with Betty and Birdie, I was like, whoa, that's like really interesting mm-hmm. because. Yeah, I mean that she can just transition over to like the other group. But now today, I saw for sure like the three black cats are like right back together. They're yeah. just like hanging out in my front yard this this morning, like all together, um, and they all just go off hunting together. And I just love to watch them just go from my house across my yard and go right over to that barn because that's Doing their ex- job. exactly where I want them to go. You know, so you seeing that orange cat out there anymore? No, but I had that. I had that gray one two days ago show up again. Long haired gray tabby. It's like princess, but like way bigger. And like, a, like I guess, yeah, like, like longer hair. Um, and I always get confused that it's princess. I saw it like outside the barn and I was like, oh crap, princess is outside. Like, that's kind of weird. So I'll just kind of walk over there 
And as soon as I got close, like that cat looked at me and was just like, poof, gone. Like just immediately dart ran like really, really far yeah, away. A real and I was like, cat. oh, that's that. That's, uh, that's that not one. princess. Yeah, princess would never move princess. like that. <laughs> princess would look at me and be like, <laughs> and like walk over and you can pet her. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like with, um, with touching him and stuff like that, a little bit, she's like I said, I, they'll just come up to me like on the porch now, which is you on know, your front porch. Mm-hmm. Which really? is which is something they said would like never happen, but because I wonder. Your dogs are so close. That's why I wouldn't think that they would go. Well, over. and also what, like what's different now is that Princess is in jail. So I know, yeah. but Daryl's still there. But that's the, a but big they, old dog. Yeah, I'll have my dogs bark at them, and then I open the door and just yell at my dogs, and the cats will just stay there. They, really? They always know, and I'll walk my dogs on leash past them, and they the cats don't dart around. They they just know the routine. Mm-hmm. It's like you know driving a car through. It's like well, that's just part of the routine. Well, I mean, you had Make Conan, sure out of the Conan way. got treed by Daryl, so was that a scary event for him? Mm, not really. Didn't traumatize him. Didn't affect. Yeah, his I don't behavior. really see any like difference. No. Like I have Mort right now, and I'm just like mm. walking Mort to work like on leash and. You know, Conan's like on top of the ranger that I parked like under the barn, so it's right there by his door. And he sees Mort, and Mort's just like, whoa, like that. And Conan's just like, didn't even flinch. Yeah. Because, because they're smart, smart enough to realize yeah. that by the time I'm, that dog gets I'm to me, I'm this high and yeah. you're that low, and so you're not going to be able to get to Honestly, me. even when Daryl went after him, like on leash, like Daryl's like 60 yards away running at him, and Conan's just sitting like right here, and he's just looking at him. Because he's got time. As Daryl's <laughs> just running towards him. And as soon as he got... Because I got like panicked at the last minute. And Conan was just like, zoop. Like, right Because that's cats. It's like, how long can I wait here and make that dog think that he's going to get me before I actually have to move? Like, that's yeah. teasing, taunting. That's cats. Kind of like squirrels. Yeah. Well, one of those cats caught a squirrel. Really? No. Caught a... Like, got a squirrel, yeah. But didn't never caught it. It like, you know, snuck up on it finally. And then just had it and was just like chirp, 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 bop, 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 slap, slap, slap. But, I mean, like, and then the chirp. and then the cat like got it again, chirp, 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 slap, slap, slap. But then you know the squirrel just got away. You know, Fascinating. So. <clears throat> I don't. I don't I think. I wonder if a squirrel would bite. I can't imagine I they wouldn't bite. A squirrel would bite. I would think they would too. I'm sure it would. I don't know. I'm I'm sure sure they have, do they have pointy they teeth? Should or have, do they have flatty teeth? Well, they should have pointy claws too because they can climb. Well, they crack. Nuts. And they can scratch in the dirt. They crack yeah. nuts yeah. and they crack those with their teeth, don't they? Yeah. But you can crack nuts and flat. They're 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 an herbivore exclusively, so they're gonna have flat teeth. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have claws though. I don't know. I'm not a squirrel scientist. Well, that's the update on Meowtown. Meow. And the, yeah. shir- the shirts are ordered, so everybody. That's good out. though, <laughs> that they, because we put Princess in the jail to see if that's what was the issue with all the and now it clearly know, is the issue. Science, but no, but what do you do after that? Well, she's clearly yeah. not distressed in her new, and maybe she could just live in jail. Mm, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I think it's better to find her another home. Yeah, because I don't think releasing her, I don't think it will change. I don't probably either. not the I dynamic. I think it will just eke she'll back go right back it. into it. I mean, it might it might balance out a bit, and then I have to do it again. So yeah. it's like, what yeah, are we doing? No, then that's not a good. But thing. it's it's hard to understand like what type of place that would be good for her would be. You know, like because she's not safe with like she can't live with just like one person, and no cats, because sometimes she'll just bite you. <clears throat> How hard has she ever bitten you? Not that hard. It's it's like it's like a typical. <laughs> Not that hard. It's like a typical cat. Is it bite. like a nip? It's like a nip and makes right. you bleed, or like a, oh, it makes a you swat. Bleed. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
That's 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 can scratch you and make you bleed. That's like normal cat stuff, in my opinion. I'm not trying to make excuses for her. I've been cats that I had that would like bite you if you touched their belly wrong. They don't make me bleed, but they will bite you. None of my cats have ever bitten me, but I know like where the boundaries are, and I I understand the warnings they give you. you you, He would if you did if you handled him correctly, but. They're not unpredictable. Everything like is on is. their terms yeah. with a cat. Yeah, cat. totally. Cats. Cats define their own terms. That's that's the extent of that. I was trying to pawn off Princess on that that volunteer Kelly. She's like, oh, Princess. Like she came down to like load up the. Kelly, little Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they came down to like load up the uh, load up the van full of crates and Princess, you know, <laughs> on her best behavior. <laughs> Aren't I cute? Uh, yeah, you can like pet her, and it's like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and then they have the like the van backed up, and we're like loading crates, and Princess like jumps in the van, she's like, well, what are we doing? You know, um, she's uh, selling it. That's I was like, doing. Kelly, you can take it right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, we had to get that van back down to Meow Town. It stayed up at the sanctuary about a week, and I thought, no, that the rats are going to see that and target that thing. Those they don't get, seem to go up that far, do they? To the sanctuary, the cats don't go up that far. I have seen them up yeah, there. Yeah, they'll go of times. up there. Yeah, okay. they'll go up there. Yeah, one of the definitely go up there. Black cats I've seen up there. Yeah, it's always it's always it's always the black cats that will go up north towards the sanctuary, and then they'll go in the woods. Betty and Birdie will go in the woods too, but Betty and Birdie always seem to go south south of the barn. I've never seen them go. I've never ever seen them go north. Yeah, the farthest anywhere. I've ever seen. Uh, any of the cats go and it's only been I can't tell the black cats apart but the farthest I've ever seen any of them go north is like the tiny house on the road I've never seen them I've never seen them outside the sanctuary I had them I had what I think it was coming run across the run across 288 in front of me at the oh wow okay Yes, this, yeah. somebody else and said Cassandra that too. And Cassandra said that too. Yeah. I think what was yeah. a black cat on two. I, I I left one time and it was just it was just before it was like right at dusk, and our neighbor my neighbor the neighbor that I have is probably. I don't know, 500 yards away mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and Conan was on the opposite, not on his property, but like by his driveway on the other side in the field, just like hunkered down, like waiting there. I, yeah. s- I saw Conan out there. And yeah. that's, that's pretty far. That's pretty far. That's a worrisome far. Yeah. That's what that is. And that neighbor, he's about to get a bunch of feral cats of his own. So here we go. Like, it's going to be yeah. far. <laughs> How many is he going to get? <clears throat> well, it's like I told him. I was like... You know, you just have to take you just have to take their advice. But I told him, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if she wants to set you up like five or six. Yeah. Yep. Your property is just as, if as not as more ours. rural than mine. And I think he's got a, more mice problems. Than, he has a really big rodent problem. Yeah. yeah. He has more more of a bobcat issue over there too. Yeah. He had a bobcat kill one of his donkeys. It's terrible. That was well, terrible. Well, it, yeah. it, it it mauled one of his. Where mi- he had to euthanize. He had like yeah. a miniature That's donkey, so and it like mauled it, and yeah. he had to euthanize it. Uh, but he has also seen it at like, you know, we're talking like 3 p.m. daylight and a bunch of bobcats go into his to his chicken coop. A bunch just, of them. He just watched it happen. I didn't know he had Well, he saw it happen and then obviously he just like grabbed a gun to go scare wow. him away. It's pretty brazen um, for a... That is pretty brazen. I had a bobcat take one of my <clears> chickens right I know. Right I chased there. it. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't care. I was, nope. screaming, I was screaming at it. It didn't give a F. Nope. Just kept on walking with my chicken. I ran after it too. I, I fired rounds at it and never dropped it. It's having a chicken dinner. I, don't I care chased what you it. Think. I chased it all the way to the creek and it went down the creek with that chicken in its mouth all the way up to the top. I fired again as he was coming up. I think just looked back at me one time. And what are you going to do? Kept on going. Exactly. What are you going to do <laughs> about it? Yeah. 
Well, living in the wild. That's country <laughs> living, folks. Downtown, Bobcats. We yes. live in the we live in the wild, but Walmart's like two miles away. <laughs> <laughs> and they're encroaching upon us on a constant, regular yeah. basis. Yeah, they keep. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still waiting to really get the bill for any type of any type of like just a big uptick or swing in wildlife ever since they cleared that. I hear them cutting back there too. Like like they're cutting more stuff. Um, you hear chainsaws like all throughout the day, and it's like, what else is there to cut? But I'm sure they're they might be on some other section, and they're probably clearing more. Yeah. Yeah. I said they were um, mowing in there. In, 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 nah, she on. just she just hears chainsaws. Oh, oh oh yeah oh yeah the what you're talking about yeah. on 455 yeah, yeah, where you yeah. can yeah. see coming in yeah they they trim. they're making that look really pretty. Mm-hmm. It does it so does. What it, is yeah. it an entrance to a housing tract? Mm-hmm. What is it? That's what I uh, that's that would be my guess. Yeah. It's very cosmetically like more than more than before they did that. I it's guess, so but. weird too. You got those big power lines right there. I yeah, but you can't build under those. <clears throat> so you could make like a road. <clears throat> I heard that you can build pretty close under those power lines. You can, but you can, you can't build. But you could put a road underneath them. Yeah. So, so like, you made an entrance <clears throat> to the neighborhood. To the, to the yeah. neighborhood. But even even that, it's like if you <laughs> if they were, if that's what they were doing. You would have to raise that up. I mean, you see the floodplain area. That's in the that, thing that, in that I look at. Entrance. I look at the, where the water line is. They'll divert. I mean, it's going to drop down. T- it drops down like twenty or thirty feet. You're going to yeah. build like a. a I know, huge but like, I mean, that's a that's a dug job because it feeds right to the creek. Well, right. I, in Plano, what they did with this similar area where they've got those power lines mm-hmm. that run like through the city, then the city of Plano came in and made that a well manicured walking biking yeah. Yeah. that went do through there. Do something pretty with it that they mm-hmm. can. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. It looks manicured. Mm-hmm. It's strategic in their tree cutting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least it looks nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll take that nice. over. But yeah, I'm waiting, for, like, build houses I'm waiting for some kind of uptick. And it was actually two nights ago. <clears throat> two nights ago, the hogs showed up. The hogs haven't been back in like three or four months. And so I had, I had 30 hogs in my front yard two nights ago. Bananas. Yeah. I wonder what the cats think of that. They don't care. They're just sitting. Like Betty and Birdie were like on the driveway, and Little Bit was on the driveway too. And they're I guess just, they just know what's a they can, natural yeah. predator. Yeah, I don't they think hogs are predators to them. So they, can, yeah. they can hear them. And they're Why? Like Those kinda, hogs would eat an animal. They would, but they, they got no, they, 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 they wouldn't. They wouldn't hunt it. They wouldn't chase it. it. They would yeah. eat it if it was a dead Yeah, if it was a corpse in their way, they would eat it. Hogs Hogs will eat dead animals, but they're not going to chase it. They're not hunters. They're going to kill you. I don't know that one that looked at you. He looked like he might have. Well, looked like he was hunting. Me. That's that's different. That's a that's a pack defense. That's a that's a, that's a yeah pack defense issue. Yeah. You know um, that was back when I had two legs, ma'am. Yeah. I know. And you could run in a football. A thousand years run. ago. Yeah. And they would eat you if you, but you would have to be like lying dead if there you for fell like down unconscious. If you yeah. were lying, if you're lying dead there for like a week, yeah, they'll eat you. Yeah. <laughs> that man, the turkey buzzards come yeah, flying in. Yeah. Say, we'll just eat that dead old leg of hers. They ain't no good. Yeah. That leg ain't no good. We'll start with that bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Eat around that dumb brace. <clears throat> but yeah, and the cat lady said I can maybe try and trap one of those feral ones, but I'm not sure if I even want to try that. Why, though? They're not, like, causing problems. If they want to join your colony, then maybe they, they do. join your colony. Yeah, but they're unaltered. Well, you assume that. You, they could be somebody's. You need to see if they're well, somebody else. If they're, if they're on a tip in there, you, well, I've, maybe I've, they would I've still. Seen, anyway, I've but. seen both of them close up. They don't have a tip there. They don't have a tip. That doesn't mean that necessarily they're not. Doesn't necessarily mean that he's right, but I mean, come on. 
Yeah. Well, all yours are altered, so what's the problem? They're I just gonna come think in there it would be impossible. Yeah, they're going to gonna, yeah, they're gonna come mean, in there yeah, and spray a, piss in there. To trap a feral cat, I think would be impossible out here. I think so too. I don't you're know how the cat leaves. You're going to get a possum. You're going to get you're going to get a rabbit. You're going to get everything. How do they catch the ones that the ladies brought us? How do they catch those? Well, they're in the cities. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, there's yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Out here? Yeah, you're, you're going to get a possum in your trap twice a week. Seriously. Possums are hungry. <laughs> That's probably the easiest idea. thing to catch ever. Yeah. Stupid <laughs> things. I love them. It's not always easy. I couldn't catch that one the other night. It just goes in that. There's like this little bed thing that we bought for the cats. Of course, they don't they use it. Use, of of course. course, they don't use it or want it. But like he goes up in that little bed loft little insert thing that's on like the ceiling and you can't get a possum out of there. I think that's like, po like I saw that video. I think that's like possum shock, not necessarily possum like. Oh, it finance. totally is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it totally is. That's just playing possum while they're looking. Yeah, he just yeah. Yeah, he's just he's just freezing and just like doesn't move and just. He's and, like, what are you gonna do about it? And he didn't move. No, he's he's like, this is this is what I do when in the face of predators, I just freeze. Yeah, he's like basically away. in like a little cornered spot and it's like. He doesn't have his middle finger up. He just, you know. yeah, that's that's what possible. And unless do. I like hurt him, he's not gonna like run away. I'm not gonna hurt him or anything. But um, I actually saw a video recently of some some lady in like New York. Um, she's in like some bar in New York, and um, she's like from Alaska. And I guess like a possum was like behind the bar, and everyone's in there like breaking out. And she just like walks over, and she just like grabs that possum by the scruff. <laughs> He just walks him outside, just sets him outside by like the trash can. She's like, oh my God. Like everyone's like, you're a hero. <laughs> just picked it up like the scruff, like a cat. Yeah, you just pick it up like a cat. It was a cat too. Yeah. I, never, I never thought of that. And so it's like, maybe I could do that. But like, I ain't got to risk those teeth. Like, yeah, yeah, I would, I would wear the owl glove if I was doing yeah. that. Yeah. The owl glove. Yeah. I need some owl gloves. Oh, yeah, you need some, some falcon gloves. gloves. <laughs> put them on Amazon probably. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, apparently you could just kind of grab them by the scruff and just hold them like a wild cat. Okay. Which is funny because, like, I would never try that with nope. my cats. Mm -hmm. Like, they will still get you. I've got some cat tails. I can tell yeah. you about some cat It kind of depends tails. on the cat. Some cats, like, you know, it's like when you, you, apparently, I've never done it. Like, if you take a shark and you roll them upside down, they go into, like, this trance. Some cats, if you do, if you grab them by, like, the scruff, they'll do that. Instinctively, yeah. a cat is not supposed not to all, Not all cats, though, because and I'm not rolling it, the dice on that. it mimics when their mother will move them yeah. from danger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But... Don't not count a, on it. I'm not going to gamble on it. I'm not going to roll <laughs> the dice on that. Yeah. I've got I mean, some wounds. I would if I had a falcon glove. Yeah. But. yeah. Well, feral when she cats, used to cats, then I would have to come over there and hold a cat, and you that's how you pick up yeah. the cat. But We did that with Whitey last time. We did Whitey, and that's that works for a little while. That's well, right. then Whitey gets pissed. Whitey only yeah. has so He's all done, long. and he'll let you know. That's the end of that. Yep. You can get almost all of it until you start doing his belly, and then like... You yeah, got, you wait. You, you leave got, that you got seconds. <laughs> well, let's talk about the state of the rescue. One of the things that I want to address, because there's like five questions on that people asking us, is like, where is Kirk? Kirk retired from the ranch. Doesn't work at the ranch anymore. Kirk never wanted to be in the limelight of any of this kind of stuff. <laughs> Kirk is, he's in the house. <laughs> watching he's TV. fine. And he's, he's, Maintaining the property. I mean, yeah, he does all the mowing, but you know, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't want to be on Facebook every day. <laughs> so I just want to let that rest. And he's got his tomato and Ed too. They're here. Yes, fine. 
so yeah, let's talk about the state of the rescue. Because, it, because the tides are turning in a direction that I guess we can only assume that the pandemic is leading us into. Saw it coming, though. When we, when totally this, saw it coming. Yeah. <clears throat> People are adopting dogs because they're at home all day, and then like now they go back to work, and like now those dogs are... And yeah, we saw that. There's coming. a plight. There's yeah. a plight across the country of, of <clears throat> overcapacity shelters. Um, the amount of owner surrenders that we're getting hit with is incredible. I mean, it's really... Like you said last time, for every one we adopt out, you get five <clears throat> requests for an owner surrender at least. It's true. And then... <clears throat> well, it's a double-edged sword because all the people that got dogs during COVID, <clears throat> those people all need to board their dog now. Which so the boarding business is really really The boarding really busy. business is bananas. Insane. It's popping yeah. off. And not just ours, like everybody's. Yeah. So boarding so is. So well, what I would like to add to that, because you hear all these different things, like oh the economy, everything is so expensive, gas is so expensive, people can't afford to do anything. Well, they can afford to travel because they want to board. Their Clearly, homes. it's yeah. not stopping people from doing that. So that's it's like this. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So on one end we have people that are traveling and we're really busy, but on the other end. There's other people who adopted a dog during COVID, and they don't want that dog now. So yeah. now they're, those dogs are all getting thrown, thrown out, and you have shelters full. And it was like it was like because when you look at adopters, I always look at them as grades. You know, there's A adopters, there's B, there's C, there's D. Dogs, a lot of dogs that live in shelters that get adopted out, there's no screening of whoever walks in the door to adopt these dogs. And a lot of them are really crappy homes. But the shelter is happy to get the dog out of the shelter. And they end up returning. Or they end up on the street as a stray. Or they end, because the home that it got adopted to was a D home. And that's what happened with Everglades that we had in our rescue. I think we looked back and he had been in the shelter three times before we got him. Yeah. Because they, they, they're in the shelter waiting for a home. And they keep pulling a D card of a of a. Yeah, they have clear the shelter day, and somebody picks him up, and they have him. No adoption fee day. No adoption fee day. Four months or something, and then he comes back. Right. Because whatever, and then you know he's there for a couple of months, and then free adoption day, and and they're back, and they're back. Or he keeps rolling snake eyes on the adopters. Snake eyes again. Right. It's terrible. So when you had COVID, and you had, remember that old phrase shelter in place mm-hmm. remember that <laughs> and everybody's not going to work it'd be fun to get a dog everybody get a wanted dog. a dog yeah you couldn't there were no we couldn't even rescue a dog from the shelter because there aren't any yeah yeah, yeah. they've got like nothing. and at the same time you know our anonymous bidder for us who is immersed into the mill world and the auction world she's got a back door earpiece on what mill owners are saying and they're saying we can't breed dogs fast enough yeah they're holding yeah. on to every old lady they've got they're holding on to their 10 <clears> year old females and gonna breed her that's too. another thing that happened with covid is all these amateurs on the streets well we're not i'm not going to work let's start breeding Big dogs money. in our backyard backyard yeah. breeders let's start doing that too. yeah and that's i what... have several friends mm. they're all like you know the golden doodle breeders now yeah because you have this is one of them Calm down. It's your first. <laughs> Mind your tone. It's the first time you've ever had a dog in your life. You got a golden doodle, 
And now you're going to breed your golden doodle. You bred it one time and you have a, like a website and you're a golden doodle. And you know breeder. what was scary about That's her? That's all it took. You know what was scary about her? Her website looked really good. Yep. Yeah. If yeah. You nobody, didn't, would, nobody would know. If you didn't know. know any better, how would you know any better? Nobody would know. I have she's like she's a three other people that are doing owner. that. Three other people that I know got their first dog, a golden doodle. And they're all breeding golden doodles. As Mabel would say, they're making sad choices. But now, all the doodle rescues that I know of and that I refer to, people to them, they are overflowing. They have a wait list. So when someone reaches out to me about a doodle, I'll say, well, this is where you need to go. But be prepared to hold on to your dog and be on a wait list because they're overwhelmed. And I wouldn't want to be a... A doodle breeder right now. And our anonymous bidder who bids for lots of other rescues at the auction. Previous to, to us getting those two doodles, the really matted one, the, the Downton, the Downton, the Downton and, um, Abbey group. And Cora. She told me, you know, this person has these doodles. And I put it on the page and I said, I told her I, I won't pay for them. They can, if they want a place for them, I'll, we'll be glad to take them. But I won't buy them. Because our anonymous bidder told me like two weeks before that she went to the auction and she got a whole busload of doodles for 25 bucks a piece. Because the market is falling out. It's yeah. falling out. On just those or on everything? Oh, it's, a, it's pretty much everything. But doodles... The fat is over. Well... Or, yeah. or, or it's over for it's golden saturated. doodles. Or, or yeah, or yeah the, the, the market is saturated. The market that is saturated. Too, yeah. Yeah. And, your, I, and yours and your friends, Jess, your shitty ass your friends, friends who are doodle breeders, they they will have no idea the plight that is their 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 breed right oh, now. Oh, I, I hope they get stuck holding their hat with like a litter of puppies that they yeah. can't get. They'll just turn them out on the street. They 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 won't. They won't they, they won't, won't turn them out on the street, but I hope you that's what a lot of other I people I hope you're you're cleaning up the poop of like seven <laughs> You know, 12, 15 week old puppies. Or seven month old puppies. Yeah, that you, you know, can't get rid of. You can't. Yeah. That's my goal. Yeah. That's, or you have to give them away to get rid of them and you lost yeah. your shirt. Yeah. yeah. That's my goal. And they and they destroy your house in the process. Yeah. That, that, that's what I hope for. Consequences. And you decide to never do that again. That'd be my goal. But I think, I mean, I don't know how long this is going to change, but, you know, Laura notified all of the volunteers today with just kind of an update on what the rescue world looks like you might just kind of fill everybody in on well i think it's really unprecedented so we've been doing this officially since 2014 and in all these years going you know finishing out our eighth year um there's never been such a shortage of adopters for all breeds of dogs doesn't matter if it's a frenchie doesn't no, matter it doesn't matter there's just a shortage. It's taking two to three times as long to place a dog. And, you know... Without lowering your, your standards. Right, we're not going to lower our standards, do, so we're so. just going to wait. Because we really want it to be, you know, the very best fit for the dog. So I have to wait for that right application mm -hmm. to come in. You know, I just looked at poor Brennan. He was adopted today, and we had him two and a half months mm -hmm. to find his home. And he's a beautiful Bordeaux. Yes. And he's a nice boy. And he's a nice boy. And then you, to compound that, you take a dog like Bet, and the minimal amount of applications that you have, and you can see. But we have it with Frenchies right now. We've probably got five or six Frenchies where maybe they've had an inquiry or a, you know, one application that just, for whatever reason, is not the best fit for that dog mm -hmm. 
and normally we would probably have two to three minimum for each Frenchie. And it's and we've got a little dachshund. It's adorable. She's a little daisy, long-haired dachshund. She wags her tail 90 to nothing constantly. Mm-hmm. She had just a couple of applications. And again, they weren't a good fit for her. Mm-hmm. You know, you need a... For a mill dog that's not house trained, not um, leash trained, they have no experience in a home, even with the vacuum cleaner trained. You know, you need... A very specific kind of home that's willing to take on a mill dog so it's not a fit for everybody yeah. yeah so that kind of complicates things a little bit but this is probably the slowest i've ever seen i would imagine too what's even co- compounding more on top of that is that you know we have a boarding facility and i always tell people that i'm basically in the travel business and so I tell people, people are traveling right now holy crap like crazy you know kids just got out of school this is like the first summer where COVID is over and um everyone's just looking to get out of town right now and they most certainly are so i don't really think it's a time that like anybody's looking to have a dog right now right. Nobody's maybe to adopt maybe until just... like the kids go back to school maybe or something September like that or, something. or may well maybe and I, then I don't we know. go into the holidays and people never adopt during the holidays but but once again it's it's the you know the dog market has already been oversaturated because of covid and now you know, there's a bunch of dogs out there right now. And you know that because the shelters are all full. Yeah, the and euthanasia so, rate is skyrocketing. It's, yeah. it's daily. We get pleas from shelters all over Texas. The other thing I would say about that's different right now is donations in general for nonprofits, not just dog rescues, but just are way, way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously some people have money and they're traveling, but there's also... There's well, everything is just so damn expensive right now. Well, that's the thing. Everything is really expensive, so people are going to pick and choose what they're going to spend their money on. And getting out of town is one of the ones they want because they 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 want to. Well, yeah, you haven't been able to go out of town in years, so like, so it's going to be what your priorities are, you know. And getting out of town is one of them. Thankfully for our business, that works for us. Yeah, you know, it didn't work for us two years ago. Yeah, it really didn't work work out a couple years ago. (laughs) Well, I've had other rescues reach out to me and say, "Hey, are your adoptions down? Are your donate? You know?" And so I'm. Everybody's seen it. Yeah. In the rescue world, so we just kind of have to. We just have to toe the line. We just have to toe the line. Slow your roll and hang. That's what I always say. Just slow, slow the roll. Yeah. And. We have a lot of owner surrenders to try to pick and choose from, like that little tiny Chi-Chi yesterday. Nine-year-old Chi-Chi from an old man. That's very sad. Yeah. It's just very sad. There's just stories like that, you know, over and over and over again. I was That was the one, one thing. I. This is kind of off the subject of, like, the state of the rescue, but like with this older gentleman, you know, we got an email yesterday from someone saying hey you know do you adopt to senior citizens and you know you and i have always had this conversation because we're older than the kids and you know we love our pets and we always want to have a pet with us and you never want to tell someone you can't have a pet but they're because you're too old because you're too old because everybody wants their pet Mm-hmm. But it is something you seriously have to think about. You know, how long does this specific breed live? And what's going to happen to this dog? If you die. If you die. You know, and 
you get people that have different dynamics. You might have someone who's 80 years old who lives totally alone and doesn't have any family support and really would just like to have a little dog to keep them company. And you understand that. But there's no family support. Then maybe you have the same 80-year-old who lives in a multi-generational household where the little dog can be part of a bigger you family. know, family to where if something were to happen 10 years in, then it's a very easy transition where the dog doesn't lose their home. Um, I think one of the biggest concerns is when you look at like a breed, a chihuahua, a miniature poodle who could easily live 20 years, this is this is where the thought comes in is, you know, let's say this person is 80 and they die when they're 90 and that makes this dog now 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Well, placing a 10-year-old dog is difficult. Not as many people. So the dog loses their home and then they're difficult to place so they might wind up, there's a, the potential for them to wind up yeah. in an unsafe situation yeah. if we weren't able to get them back for whatever reason, if we weren't notified or the right. microchip didn't work, something like that. And we've, we've had two dogs that fall into that category just recently with Bosco, the, old, the older Frenchie. He's like 10. He, I don't know if his family, if his owner died or went into a facility. Yeah, or, she could no longer care for him. But the so dog this, goes into like the son's house and the wiener dog is mean to him and biting him on the ears. And he's a nice old and man. And he's a nice old man who's just used to living with his person. So we know we have, took that dog in. And then we have this chi that um, there, I guess there isn't any family that can take the dog. So, you know, it's just something that I, a lot of people don't really think about. And, you know, we are sensitive to the fact that, of course, you know, just because you're 80 doesn't mean you don't want the companionship of a dog. But, um, and you do look at them, and that, those are the questions that you ask. Well, and what I kind always, of support is there? I always say I, I want, we take that on a case-by-case basis. Mm-hmm. And really want to look at what is the family support what you know how would the dog be cared for what what is the plan and sometimes people immediately come back and they have a plan and it makes sense yeah but i always say number one regardless of any human feelings we as the rescue have to do what's right for the dog yeah and and sometimes you get some really nasty emails mm-hmm. about that ma'am <clears throat> sometimes <laughs> you know I, I, and I won't, for you guys, I'm not going to like read the email out loud, but I did wake up to one Sunday morning that was so awful, I could not believe it, and I thought, why? Why? And, and that, for no reason. No, that they, no, reason. no, that nasty email came because Laura didn't respond to her fast enough. Right. On, a, on Memorial Day weekend. Memorial, Memorial Day weekend, I took a few days away with my family and her words to laura were shame on you you should be ashamed, ashamed yeah. of yourself. everyone's busy laura laura we're all busy and i just read it over <laughs> and over again and i thought because and i just a good couldn't one. believe it i started to respond to that no like this <laughs> no I nope. just I don't under I don't understand you know but from what I hear because I saw another rescuer that's up in the uh, Midwest and she posted on her Facebook page this week talking about the ugly phone calls and the you know for not taking people's dogs yeah oh you yeah. know and so 
What, what do you think I'm supposed to do with that? Mm-hmm. Well, they turn it around to somehow it's our fault that yeah. we're not taking their yeah. dog. Uh, you're the one I've, not, not taking care of your dog anymore. Why yeah. is that my fault? Yeah, but that's what you do. So why don't you yeah. do it? I'm, How I'm, many I'm, times I'm, am I supposed to do that? Why are you not tell doing me, it? Tell me what you do and when you're at capacity for whatever it is that you do. And I'm going to get mad at you for not doing it more. Yeah. We've had people pull up at the sanctuary with their dogs. One but night. I had that one person twice. Same yeah. guy, got, two se- yeah. consecutive weekends. Got told, uh, got told no by the girls up there, and then like he came back again, like hoping to get a better answer. Yeah, I came out of my house and shut him down real fast. Well, those are those are one thing, but yeah, you know, I've 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 gotten those on the phone before, where it's like someone wants to surrender a dog, and then it's like mm, doesn't really doesn't really work that way. First of all, you're calling the wrong place. Um, this is the right place to contact, and then they just go. Oh, like, aren't you, like, this is like, yeah, this is like your job or whatever. And it's like, that's not how this works. And I'm not like, I'm not like, you know, employed by the city or something like that. You're yeah, thinking, I don't have to take yeah. whatever you you're, have. You're, you're thinking I can about, hang up on you and it's all good. You're thinking, yeah, I, I can hang up on you and feel great about <laughs> yeah, it. After. I got this I'll get great sleep tonight. But I don't, but I don't. But yeah, you're thinking of the shelter and, you know get off the phone with them and I just imagine them calling the shelter and I imagine they'd be even more mad when the shelter when that's why when the shelter when the shelter those phone calls are good when the shelter tells you no and they don't have space either you know so which is what I hear people are saying is the shelters are turning people away I had a buddy of mine which just means there's just going to be more strays people are just going to turn them loose yeah I had a buddy of mine found a dog and he's like he's like 40 or 50 miles away there was a stray and I was like, well, you need to, you know, that's a stray in that area. So it needs to, if somebody is looking for it, it needs to be, you have to report it. It has to be reported. It has to be reported from a shelter, like in that area, they wouldn't think to like jump 60 miles out to me to find this dog dog. if you were looking for it. And he went to like six different shelters and he got turned as a stray. As a stray, a shelter is not usually supposed to like, be able to turn you away. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to have a but, contract with the city that they yeah, can't. That is yeah. like their job. That's like, yeah. their job. That's, I mean, tax dollars but he, are he called, he called six different shelters in his immediate area, and everyone told him no. Well, one in East, in East Texas, I think it was, I think it was in the Nacogdoches shelter was so full. This last week I saw them post and said, hey, don't bring, you know, we're full. We cannot take your dog. Yeah. We, if you find a stray dog, try to hold on to it, try to care for it because there's no room. Yeah. I mean, and that's the kind of situation you're faced with. Yeah. Well, and it's not like people are running to NAC to like adopt dogs either. That's no, but I, I saw down at the San Antonio shelter, they just sent out a list a few days ago, and it was just like, hey, all of these dogs are going to be euthanized. Yeah. There's nothing else. And that's can do. the thing that I think a lot of people simply do not understand is the first dogs that are euthanized is owner surrenders. You walk in there with a dog, they're going to euthanize Well, they, they and you've heard this so many times, or we have, is you, I don't know if a you lot walk of people them in the front door this. and they walk them straight, straight to the back. Straight back and yeah. euthanize yeah. them. And the <laughs> but reason, I think people dropping off, it's like magic it's and meat It's a land. fantasy. Yeah. It's yeah. a fantasy. And, and I don't think they comprehend... Because the logic behind they don't that, want to comprehend it. They don't want it. They don't want to. They don't want to. But the logic behind that, from the shelter standpoint, is legally by law, a stray dog has to be held for right. three to five to ten days, whatever their guidelines are, so the owner can come and find it. Here comes this owner surrender. Nobody's looking. No, for they, it. we automatically know that nobody's looking for There's it. No so legal. by law, they don't have to hold it for any period of time, and we don't have any room. Yeah. 
straight to the euthanasia room. Which is why it was startling where my friend had a, a clear stray and he still getting turned away. Yeah. It's like that's not supposed to happen. No. But it is. But that's yeah. the plight. It's a reality. Yeah. Yeah. So how are we going to come out of that? I mean, it's, it's, you're not. They're just going to have to euthanize more dogs. They're going to have to euthanize more dogs. Yeah. For that, things to turn that's around. The only I mean, way it's we turn. had another. We had a Doberman <clears throat> rescue reach out to us last week, wanting us to take some Dobermans because they, they had no room. Yep. It's just there's there's nowhere that's being managed well. It's just everywhere and it's all at once. Yeah. Yeah. So the dogs that we take in that, you know, we might have placed in two weeks, you know, get their vetting done and place them. They might be here for two months. Well, right. even the vetting is taking longer because people that have dogs now require veterinary care. So it just takes longer to get vetting done. And it, yep. it's just mm -hmm. everything. And up in the north where we used to get send dogs where, you know, they didn't have as many. Well, the last time I tried to coordinate that, the kinds of dogs that need to go, they said, well, if we take those, can you send us little dogs? Oh, okay. Because that's what they don't ever get. As okay. little, they and, didn't, they didn't, want, the they didn't want what's here that yeah. needs a home. Well, because if you look, at, you look at the groups of rescues that do that, that go to South Texas and pick up a busload of dogs to drive them north, it's going to be shepherd mixes, pit mixes, because that's, that's what's what down is. there. That's what the abundance of dogs is. It's not little fluffy dogs. Little fluffy dogs are going to be the easiest ones to find yeah. homes for. Those are the ones they have waiting lists for, up right? There that people because they don't see them, right? So even up in the north, you know, they have a shortage of dogs, but you know, everybody wants like a little. You have any little ones? You have any kind of little fluffy ones? Because, you know, there's those are harder to come by. Which you know makes sense if you're like a first-time dog owner. Little fluffy is a lot more mentally manageable for you to make a decision like that versus you know. 120 German Shepherd or something like that. Or pit know. mixes. Or, I yeah. mean, the plight of the pit mix. It's, it's yeah. so terrible with pits in Texas, in Dallas. There's one rescue, and they are constantly overwhelmed. And I just simply... I, I don't even know how they choose what they take. I have to refer people to them, and I say, look, they are going to be full. All I can say is reach out to them and ask them what rescue resources they might be able to refer you to. Um, it's just... A dog like Bet in the rescue world is just a, it's just a big, fat, dead end. And I don't think people can even... I'll say it on the page over and over again for people to try to understand the plight of that breed of dogs. A, there's a great deal of people who hate them, who just hate them. Yeah, there's a whole community of people that don't think that they should even exist. They won't, like on our page, like on a post on Bet, they're not going to say that out loud. People aren't going to say that because why would they, I mean, why would they assassinate themselves with, you know, saying that they dislike the breed? Yeah. But the, the, there is a huge portion of people who hate them and won't, don't want anything to do with them. And then there's, and then there's, I mean, the complications of that dog because of who she, A, it's her history. You know, she was a stray. She was shot. She's killed livestock. She's very active. She's very strong. She's 
picky about who she could possibly live with. To not, the, not people, but Not dogs. people, yeah. but other, with people. other dogs. And we had her at the ranch with other dogs on a daily basis. Yeah, honestly for her, and like, and like, if you say like the whole realm of like, of dogs that like she couldn't live with, we're talking about like 10%. But the problem is vetting that home and choosing narrowly which dogs that she can live with mm -hmm. with an owner who's strong enough to recognize and manage and manage and we willing to jump into that scenario yeah with the risk Ben has never hurt another dog nope she has never hurt another dog and she corrects really well and the one positive thing for her that I will say is every volunteer foster doctor there's not anyone that's ever cared for her that does not love her love her no yeah. she's super sweet she's yeah. super sweet i mean she's I, super and smart. i don't know that we've ever made that particular statement but literally she was advocated for from the time she was shot yeah you know dr murray begging us to help her millie was her foster millie loves loves her yeah um our employees love her mm-hmm all the volunteers, all the the volunteers love her. She gets rotated out separately. She gets exercised separately. Mm. Everybody will take time to spend time with her, play with her with a hose, play she, with her with bubbles. She's friendly to humans. She loves affection. Oh, she loves her people. Yeah. So, I mean, she does have many positive qualities. Right. It's just finding that right fit. And right now we can't, you know... We're, we're having a hard enough time finding, you know, fits for regular dogs. For so we have dogs with cute poodles, miniature dachshunds, and Frenchies. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's going to be a lot harder. Yeah. The hill is, is like the steep yeah. for us to climb up it. And all I can do is just keep knocking on the door. Just with, you know, a post knocking on the door of anybody looking? Anybody hey, looking? Hey, don't forget about this dog. <clears throat> because, you know, if you... If you Wanted a dog. I mean, she's good with kids too. I mean, she'd be, she's a good family dog. If you, I can't ever imagine only owning one dog, but lots of people do. Well, some people, I've had plenty of people who's, who are afraid to own more than one dog. Yeah. They are afraid of that being Dynamic, overwhelming yeah. to them. Right. Mm -hmm. So the, the, those people are there. Right. If I was like a single lady and I lived alone and I liked to run or something, that's a great dog for you. Great yeah. dog. You, you know, you're going to feel safe with her. <clears throat> she's, you know, she's going to, she's really good. She'd be really good in your house. She's really good in she's a den. She's so good because when Millie had her, Millie would just kind of keep her in a bedroom by herself. And she'd just lay on that bed. She'd just be sleeping. Yeah. She's yeah. not destructive. No she separation complain. anxiety. Yeah. No screaming and crying or anything yeah. like that. It would be a, a super great protective dog for you to have in your house. Yeah. I think um, we, we just have to tell some of these stories. Yeah. You know, because it's easy to focus on anything in life that's negative. It's right. It's easy to focus on that. But she actually has quite a few strengths. Right. That many people... And I have to keep talking past the people who just hate her by looking at her. Yeah. Because or because some people just want to be at their house and make some comment. My grandma was mauled, mauled by, by one. So I could yeah. never... Okay, how is that helpful? Exactly. That yeah. didn't have anything to do with Bet. Yeah. yeah. How is that helpful? Yeah. Social media is great. Why, you know, why <laughs> the internet is so helpful? All right, I'm saying good night. All right, y'all. Yep. Bye. Thanks, guys.